Okay. So as I like to say in my personal life, and I do say this an embarrassingly amount, um, this week on this episode's The Come Up, well, it's not this episode's The Come Up, but it's, it's just The Come Up. Hubba, that, hubba. That's, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's happened uh, in the last few months. I got my brother's desk when he moved to Texas. Okay. I love a good desk. Yeah. And he like spent a pretty penny on this desk from Ikea, like has specific specifications, like the hardwood of the desk. He wanted a specific color. Oh man, that was nasty. $5, $5 for that one. That was disgusting. No, that was, that was off mic. No, I, I, I heard that whole thing. Really? Yeah. It was gross. Oh no. Did I not mute that? Oh no, you were muted. I could just hear it through the mute. Like that's okay. how gross it was. Yeah, yeah, that one hurt. I'm drinking a a, a root beer zero. Anyways, it's like an, it's like a zero sugar A and W, kind of like a Coke Zero, but like A and W. Um, yeah, so I got this really nice desk, and then upon getting this desk, I was like, this thing is so like massive. I need to have a second screen now. So I love a good second screen. That's yeah, what so I, I got the, set up here. I have like a, a good like little three screen experience. You know, I, I got my TV mounted right up here to the right, which is fifty five inches, and then my second screen is a thirty two inch TV. Okay, just propped up right there on the old desk, and then my brother also gave me like this this thing that I wasn't using for months, which was just idiotic. It's one of these stands that you just put your you rest your laptop on. Which so it's on it right now. I've been bringing it back and forth with me to work. I'm obsessed with it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I love a good multi-screen experience here. Uh, I I splurged. Uh, Costco was having a sale, so I got two of these uh, LG 32-inch monitors, and they are phenomenal. Like the color, the refresh rate on these is Ooh. outstanding. Yeah, this is an LG also. You know my 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 mom. She just um she's gotten really good at like navigating offer up and just like people giving mm. things up and whatnot um, since the pandemic happened. And I told her, I was like, you know, I really need a, a second screen. And literally the next day she was like, okay, I got you one. It's here. It is. And I'm like, Oh, same LG mom. Yeah. So I was like, let's freaking break and go mom. Thanks. This is super helpful. Again, another come up. Well, I guess the come ups everywhere. Look at that. Hmm? You got your chair? That, yeah, I got a chair. I got a new, uh, new office chair, like an actual legitimate office chair. It's got wheels. Uh, it's got a headrest that tilts. It's ergonomic. The back is supported. been sitting on a, uh, a really extremely uncomfortable kitchen chair for the last five months since uh, the, uh, the move out here to Albuquerque. And yeah, I feel like almost a professional. Oh, that's really e good. Except for like everything else that we do. Like mm. I, I have the look of a professional, you know, I've got the mic, the monitors, the camera, the chair, got some cool lighting here tonight. Obviously yeah. it's going to be great for the, uh, for the uh, audio medium, but yeah, mm -hmm. but the, the actual content is really completely unprofessional. We got the voice though, too. You know, you sound good. You sound great. It, it's just impeccably produced. That's all it is. It's all just filters. That's all we got it is. We got it in post. The only reason why, why my voice sounds good is because it's like almost completely gone. Welcome to Post Post Game Show. This is at Beep Count on Twitter, joined tonight by Pal out in Southern California. So, Pal, 
What's going on with the voice, man? You sound like 10 Day Tony after a weekend in Salt Lake City. Uh, beep. Uh, last night, we had a little Lauer After Hour hangout. Um, a myself, langout. A Langout, yeah. Uh, myself, Los Jiv, Jeanette. We all went out to go celebrate Pal Gasol's jersey being retired. We went to the game. We were in the building. We were in the crypt, a.k.a. Staples Center. That's what it's really named. Uh, Staples, if you know it. S- salute to Mavis Staples. Um, sponsor us, Staples, if you want. You know, we're, uh, we're a good pod. We, we've done really good, you know, producing. Actually, I, I still have to reach out to um, to our good friends at Doritos so that we can try mm. some of the ranch dip. I really, uh, the ranch Dorito dip, you know, and I think that the, uh, you know, when we get the word out there about that, I, I just feel like it could be, there's potential anyways. Um, yeah. So we went to the game oh, beforehand. We went to like this guy, uh, Juanitos tacos. They, Jeanette took me to the absolute best taco place in Los Angeles. I had a carne asada quesadilla and they had all the fixings on the side or the accoutrement as Jeanette likes to say, yeah. So we had, you know, I I smothered it in guac, salsa, sour cream. It was just to die for. And honestly, you know what? I was like, I know there's forks here. Mm -mm. Not doing that. You don't eat tacos with a fork. Made a big old mess. You just sop it up. I don't know if I like used necessarily half a tree to clean up my hands, but maybe like a whole bush. You know? Here, here's here's the trick. So you got your 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 three tacos, right? What you do is you get an extra tortilla. You put that on the plate. You put your tacos on top of that, and then as you're eating, of course, everything's going to fall out like it naturally does. And at the end, you have a, a special side burrito filled with the droppings of your three tacos. Boom! You're welcome. There we go. Well, that's a you know. Beep's giving out this advice for free right now. That, that was completely free. Yeah, free. Moving free on. Beep advice. <laughs> <laughs> so t- t- tell us about the uh, the actual experience there. Okay, so um, the the best part, I guess you could say about, like Chris Cody mentions this thing about there's always content going on, right? And there's always tent. And I guess like when we're hanging out, like there's always just things that amuse us and that we can instantly pick up on that are funny. And by far the number one thing that was like the funniest of the night and like Jeff, Jeanette and I noticed it at the exact same time. This dude had an iPhone mini. I kept calling it an iPhone nano because I didn't know this existed. And you saw the picture, how he was holding it in like one hand. And then like, I I put a second picture where like he has both his hands in it. And it's just, (laughs) I'm like, this dude is so worried about dropping it. This Frenchman, it was a, it was a Frenchman. They were, they were, oh Oh, man. Speaking of my voice, though, these French people were right in front of us and they were not ready. They hear, uh, so Lawrence Tanter salute to him. 40th season as the Lakers, uh, in, um, arena announcer. He uh, comes on. He goes, now stepping onto the court, the visiting Memphis Grizzlies, that cadence. And then (laughs) these poor Frenchies, they just hear, like, just so, like, death. The whole section rattled. Everybody was like, oh. And, like, what was, (laughs) there was a couple that was to my left. 
And at first I think the, the guy was like, oh, okay, like, you know, this is fine. But then I noticed that his girlfriend was a Grizzlies fan and I don't think she was a fan of it. So then he was having a bad time. Yeah, naturally. <laughs> But oh, if it wasn't for my work in that second half, the Lakers wouldn't have won that game. And they need these games right now. So because of me, they're in ninth place right now in the West. So many. I'm not quite sure what that means, but good for them. Or I'm sorry that I heckled. I heckled a lot there on free throws. Beep. They heard me. They missed them. The Grizzlies did. Salute to Aaron. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Just a lot of uh, missing occasions. But like. It's funny too because Jeff and Jeanette know I do this, and they weren't ready at first, but they just kept laughing because you know they just noticed you know people were looking at me because I'm just like, the, it's the way I do it. I just like, I drop these booze, and then I just have a straight face after like I did nothing wrong, like nothing happened. <laughs> and uh, when I went to go see uh, Dallas play uh, the Blazers back in November. Um, I kept doing the same thing to the Blazers because I hate the Blazers. I love heckling a good Blazers. And like our sec, the section I was in was loving it. Like they were just like all of it. You could tell they were like, Oh, what is this? And I was like, okay, I'll bring a little bit of my, my, that little pal flavoring spice pal as bang. you will out to, to Texas. This one guy that was next to me, ironically enough, he was a Grizzlies fan, but he was rooting for the Blazers. And uh, when when the Mavericks lost, he was like, "Oh, I'm sorry for your team losing." I was like, "Oh, they're not my team." I was like, "I'm a Lakers fan." I was like, "I just came." I was like, "I'm just visiting," and well, I was like, "I just love you watching also have basketball." To do that if you're at the home team. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Un- unless well, your team is, mm, is I, I'll is push it. back on that because I I am known to go to Clipper games and do this to the Clippers um, that, that, as that's the home a rival, team. Which yeah. I mean th- that that has a different set of rules right if you are at a rival's game whether your team is playing or not you're going to boo your rival yeah like that, that that's yeah. just rule of fandom i think it's rule 17 point b mm-hmm. yeah because clipper tickets were only like the like six dollars last year so i was like oh I, do i want to go watch the surging chicago bulls at the time when lonzo and was healthy and there's like you know a lot of like former lakers on the team as well so I went there, watched the Bulls, sat next to the Clippers fans, booed the hell out of the Clippers, and this dad gave up right in front of his kid at halftime. Mm. He was like, I can't hang, hang with you, man. You're That's good. a tough look. You're good. I was in a Lakers look. jersey, too. I wasn't even like in a Bulls, like nothing playing. I was out in the open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about that? Mm-hmm. Here, here's a question. Yeah. If you could go see the retirement for – any other player other than your favorite player. Mm, yeah. Cause Powell, Powell is like, man. Okay. Can I, actually, I've been making this too much about me and my heckling skills. Can I'll, I'll talk about him real quick. It was really cool seeing, um, they played two big tribute videos before, uh, his halftime speech and he was already in tears. Uh, you know, I felt his, his like two, three year old daughter has been a little bit of a look at me, Lou, you know, she was kind of, like wanted to be the, the, a little bit of the star of the show too. And it's kind of like, you know, I don't think you know who your dad is. I know. I as know very as well. kids tend to be. Yeah. But, um, you know, as I've said on this podcast and LTC, sometimes these kids just need to grow up, be 21 already. Um, I'm still going with that take sometimes, but, uh, yeah, he was just emotional. He was crying. You know, he had very kind words to say, and it was something really nice. 
that we all got, you know, I got to experience with, with Jeff and Jeanette and um, like, I'm glad that we ended up going to this and the fact that they won too. Cause like Lakers are notorious for losing these games. Like on, when Kobe got his jerseys retired, uh, he left at halftime. Like the, he was like, they're going to lose this game. We got, you know, girls got to be up for school. So things like that. It's the emotional letdown. Yeah, you know? but last night, no, that place was rocking. And then you get out, and Mexicans have done this thing here in Los Angeles where we have, and I tweeted this out today, we have claimed the bacon wrap glizzy. Okay, um, there's nothing. I don't, I don't know about that. Like I don't know any kind of event here in Los Angeles where you just have even a hint of alcohol, and that smell hits your nostrils, you're ready to go. Like you're like, oh my. Gosh, this is the best ever. Like even the, the taco place that we went to, they already had some going there. And I was like, you know what? Part of me wants to do that because Mexicans know what they're doing when it comes to this. I don't know about that, man. Mm, Mexicans know what they're doing. They know their meats. You know? <laughs> okay. Okay. Mexican, New Mexican adjacent see how that works beep like you should be an ally here on this i don't know i don't know what you're doing i'm, I'm doing a bit uh, okay. okay i'm doing a bit doing a bit a bit a bit anyway so who is the player that you would want to go see their retirement not your favorite player maybe not someone from your team not someone from my team retirement Ooh. um i'm trying to think I think it would have to be with the sport within the sport of basketball because I am a huge uh, basketball fan. I'm trying to think what players, though, interest me today that like I'd really feel like I'd necessarily need to be there. Uh, Kevin Durant, I feel like, would be special because that's somebody who just really loves the game of basketball as much as, like, you know, he doesn't have any rings or anything. But where, um, where where's that jersey going to go up? I mean, it's not going to go up in Oklahoma. Actually, yeah. It's not going to go up in Golden State. It's not going to go up in Brooklyn. Man. It's not going to go up in Phoenix. No, that's an excellent point. You know what? I think uh I want to mind I think I I think Jimmy Butler has potential to see his go up in uh in Chicago. Um even though I mean, like, he was he wasn't there too long, was he? He was what maybe 5 years? Yeah, maybe 5 yeah. But I mean, he had he he did a lot for them in that five years. He made them relevant for that you know five years that he was there because Derrick Rose, you know, the knees just they weren't uh, they weren't there for what he was trying to do. So he played in Chicago for uh, yeah five and a half years. Wow. That's a good point though because it's almost like. You almost have to go football. So I think Tony Romo. But see, I, I was a Cowboy fan. Well, I'm not a Cowboy fan anymore. So maybe I, I, I legitimately enjoyed watching Tony Romo play football. Um, It sucks that, you know, his style of football is what ultimately ended up being his demise. But I liked him watching him play football. So I'd want to see his retirement. Um, Ooh, Justin Turner's is probably going to be really lit when it comes to him retiring at Dodger Stadium. Or, you know. Get on the ring of honor there. Kershaw probably would be actually Kershaw probably the one that's the most special. Um, just because what he's meant to this town and this city and that team. 
in the last you know yeah. decade. So I could definitely see that one. Um, I could say also Mike Trout. I mean, he hasn't obviously you know won anything of significance, but mm. the caliber of him as a player is almost unparalleled. You know, I mean, he's one of if not the greatest. 20 baseball players in major league history. And that's spanning back to, you know, 1870. Yeah. With Haas Radborn. Ooh, you know, okay. Actually, I, I, tool. I do have two that would actually be somewhat um, special. So I would like to be there for clay Thompson's. Uh, sure. Because I, I do. I mean, Michael Thompson, like out of the kindness of his heart, like he, uh, always responds to my tweets but at the same time i just love like he had if you don't follow champagne and nuts on twitter uh michael thompson is absolutely hysterical he absolutely spells things uh with a typo on purpose shout out cincy lou um <laughs> but i'd want to go to clay thompson and steph curry's I, I think either like those would be cool clay i actually really he's one of my favorite basketball players and steph just because of what he's meant to basketball that's why I would like, that's why I picked him and Kevin Durant. Cause I'm like, you know what? Like I'm not the, like the biggest all time fans of them, but yeah. like, I just can't help but admire like how they play basketball and like what they've meant to basketball. So I think that'd be really cool. Sure. Yeah. What a great law pick here. Not to get behind that one. Yeah. But uh, those are the only, or, but like you said, Kevin Durant, I have to rule him out. But these two guys you can actually consider because they've won that many titles for that team and they've been there a decade plus now. And you just don't really have that, especially in that sport. You just don't have that nowadays. And I mean, I guess the same thing could be said about, you know, LeBron as well. I could see him having a jersey retired in, you know, all three cities. Yeah. But. Which I think Shaq's he, got, Shaq's I, got I think a statue ultimately. in, you know, what, outside of Orlando or something like that. And. Uh, Jersey retired in what six cities now, something like that. I don't know. Wow, look it up. That's a, that's some teams not really having any athletes retired there, huh? And they're like, you know, well, Shaq played here. Well, he played in what Boston, he played in Cleveland, Cleveland, Miami, Phoenix, Phoenix, Lakers, Orlando, Orlando, Lakers. That's six teams right there. Did we say Boston already, too? We, yeah, we, we said Boston. And that, I think that's it. I think he goes Orlando, Lakers, Miami, Phoenix, Cleveland, Boston. Or Boston, Cleveland. It, it's like flip-flop somewhere in there. No, he retired as a, he, he retired as a Celtic, I, felt, yeah. I thought. Absolute traitor. Basketball talk, huh? Mm-hmm. Wow. Look at that. What a what a PPG! Actual, actual sports topics here on PPG tonight. That's I know. A, this is unheard of. Well, do you want to get into? Your, uh, do you want to get a little off sports topics and get into your lopic about? Uh, I have a oh, shit yeah. snoring here in the background. One second. I I could hear him. So the, the lopic that kind of came to my head today. Uh, I was out on the golf course again today. I shot an amazing round. Ooh. I played my ass off. I I, I got yeah. the I got the uh, the Carl Weathers ass off award today, for sure. Tied my personal best. 
Shot a 77. Pretty difficult course. Um, but during the round, had some music playing, and a cover song came on that mm. I hadn't hadn't heard in a very, very long time, and it kind of got me thinking, what are your personal top five cover songs? Maybe not the best ones out there, you know, all along the Watchtower, Jimi Hendrix, Bob Dylan, right? But what are, are some of your personal top five cover songs? Uh, Beep, I'm glad. I never thought you'd ask. Um, n- at number five, Renegade of Funk by Rage Against the Machine. Yes, the Renegades. Mm-hmm. That that is such a good one. Yeah. Number four, Kiss Me by Newfound Glory. Kiss me. Yes. When they came out with the Is that Sixpence None the Richer? I'm not sure who the original artist is, but I'm I just remember it. uh going to Warp Tour one year and um uh, Newfound Glory was on stage and they were like, Hey, so they're like, We released a a, a cover album before of a cover of movie songs and they're like we decided we were going to do another one and the single for it was kiss me because they they went with like a 90s theme for for the second one and when they played it live like i was instantly like whoa so that's one i've always uh been a big fan of and it's surprising that's number four but that was that was sixpence on the richer and i think that song came out on um oh what was that movie uh she's all that Mm, yeah see rachel lee cook Salute. Uh, number three, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, Respect by Aretha Franklin. Mm. You know? Want to party with Aretha? School of Rock. <laughs> uh, number two. Jack Black. Uh, so, yeah. oh, okay, I, I'm, I'm going to take us slightly off, off topic, no, but it's yeah, going to be tangential. Um, recently, Hulu came out with... Uh, a remake, I, I guess a cover, a reboot of Mel Brooks's History of the World, and it is absolutely hysterical. I highly recommend watching that. It's basically two 30-minute episodes per, I guess, episode that he's putting out, mm-hmm. and it is one of, if not the funniest things I've seen this year. Oh, I'm excited for that. He's in his 90s, right, Mel Brooks? Yeah. That's incredible, man. Honestly, salute that man. That's awesome. Yeah, Love Number- Hard fans will know uh, Mel Brooks from his uh, his famous rejoin there. See you, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, Killing Me Softly by the Fugees. Ooh, that's a really, really good one. Mm, the, yeah, just the strumming my pain with his. Oh, that just that that when that line's delivered, I'm like, oh my god. Can literally feel the pain. Number one, Pal Gasol singing the phrase "How to Save a Life." It's the greatest thirty-five seconds ever, and I, I watched it a lot yesterday, and I watch it all the time. But it's number one, salute to Pal. It's a hell of a list. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, you know, I put some real thought into it. I liked I liked the Lopic and I was like, ooh, let me see what I can find here. But there were some hard ones that like I think on the OLI, I was I couldn't think of the artist, but like the the California Lottery had this commercial back in the day where they played like this super dramatic uh, version of uh what's that one song that mentioned of California Dreaming California Dream that. 
But like you know, and the skies, and the skies are gray. And the skies are gray. But it's like this super slow, dramatic version. And like, but so you didn't really know what it was at first. And it's like, oh, the California lottery. So, and that's my OLI. And the, oh, there's that also. There was that movie. Was it Across the Universe with all like the Beatles covers? I thought about taking one from there too, but I like my list. I think I think it stands alone. Across the universe, I I don't think I've seen that one. The the only um, Beatles movie that I know of was uh, uh, Yesterday. Did you ever see that one? Oh, that was so good. Stopped and everyone forgot that the Beatles existed. Yeah, I I I should have took I his cover of Yesterday and Here Comes the Sun on there really good. Yeah, they found the guy with like the like the right amount of like a plain voice. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, the uh no yeah, so across the universe um is like a essentially it's a, a musical like a musical movie, but the music that's used for the musical is the Beatles. So uh yeah, the music of the Beatles in Vietnam War formed the backdrop for romance between upper class American girl and a poor um Liverpool or Polian artist, I think is that what they call people from Liverpool? Liverpool dudes? It's uh no it, it's something Lily Puddlin or something. Okay, yeah, that's what it looks like. I think you're right, yeah. Huh. Well they there was some really good uh I think there was like a really there's a really dramatic rendition of Let It Be in that movie that I know was really good as well. Um But yeah. Salute to covers. What are your top five covers, Beep? So number five, I have I Will Survive by Cake. I think Ooh. off their album uh, Fashion Nugget. Yeah, it was it was Fashion Nugget. Oh, speaking of Nugget, Stan Van Gundy was calling the game last night. So, and Jeanette clocked him, and we were all like laughing, and we were like, "Where are your Nuggets?" Salute, salute Nuggets, salute Nuggets. Uh, number four is. This one's a little a little weird. Um, it is a screamo cover of Stay Fly, and the band is called Devil Wears Prada. Yes. It is phenomenal. That song a- will get you hyped. Okay, beep. It took everything in me not to um go with all the like all of those songs because that's like my genre and like the music that I listen to. Yeah. Because also, um, what is it? Say anything has a really good cover of is it more money, more problems? Yes. Yeah. Um, is that what it was? I'm trying to think. Yeah, but also there was this band uh, that like covered Kesha's TikTok back in the day, and that was a really good screamo cover. But still, fly by the Devil Wears Prada. I do agree is like ultimate screamo cover of the covers when it comes to the songs that came out out of there. But they did yeah. a, a Punkos '90s album one. And that was that was like separate of the newfound glory cover I was talking about. Yeah. And like uh, Chiodos did a really good cover of what is it called? What's that that flagpole song? Oh, flagpole sitter. There we go, flagpole sitter. Yeah, that, that's that was a, the uh, that was the parody song that got Andrew Streeter all his fame and glory. That's true. Oh, we didn't go with any covers from our friends on the show. That's okay. They're yeah. they're all OLI. Every yeah. single one of them. 
especially flames. Uh, number three is going to be hurt by Johnny Cash. Ooh, I yeah. gotta go with that too. Yeah. I remember the first time I heard that song, it was like on the MTV VMAs. It was like nominated for a bunch of awards. And I was yep. like, this guy's old as shit. And he absolutely crushed it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely crushed it. Uh, my number two, and th- this is kind of a toss up. Uh, is, it the, is, two, it the, is that one of the cases where like the cover is better than the actual band that did that song? Yeah. It's it, like, yeah. Um, oh, what was it? Uh, I did not like that band. Hallelujah by Jeff Buckley. That was much better. As as the cover, um, man. What else? Uh, I mean, respect. You know, you, you already mentioned that Aretha Franklin. Mm-hmm. Um, I will always love you, Whitney Houston. Uh, covered yeah. uh, Dolly Parton. Um, yeah. Uh, my number two again. This is going to be kind of a toss up, and I could kind of see this as one A, one B situation. Uh, but this is the cover of Hey Ya from Outcast. But the artist who covered it is this like Americana folk uh, singer. His name is Obadiah Parker. That is and such a good is, cover. It's, it's really so good. good. I've heard so that good. one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but my number one is Cody Jinx covered uh, Black Hole Sun from Soundgarden right after Chris Cornell passed away. And it was absolutely haunting. Mm. And like chills, like just down my spine right now, just thinking about it, chills. What's that song by the Postal Service? Um, that was like their big hit. Like the I, I must make me late. Um, there's this band called Iron and Wine that did a slow rendition of that song, and that's just a, a tear jerking cover. Even though that song's like kind of a, a positive thing, a positive song. Like one of his only positive songs about uh, love, I believe, that guy. I don't know. My LLA is, is just littered with uh, Punk Rock Factory. They do. They have Let's like go. two or three albums of Dizzy songs. And when I'm in the car with the daughters, taking them to uh, uh, preschool in the morning, that's all they want to listen to, which is great. Because I used to love, you know, that, that kind of late 90s ska punk mm-hmm. music. So to have them kind of enjoy this music now, I mean, they're, you know, two and a half and four years old and it's all Disney songs and they absolutely love it. And Punk Rock Factory, you guys absolutely crush it. I'm telling uh, Cincy Lou right now that you just dropped a Devil Wears Prada uh, reference. Yeah, they used to they used to come out to um, like the office theme song at Warped Tour also. And they had the song called Assistant to the Regional Manager because they were big fans of the show. Yeah. Uh, love the Devil Wars Prada. There was this mashup of uh, the Office theme song and Lil Wayne. <laughs> um, let me see if I can find it. Uh, uh, he called, it's called uh, Office Music, I think, is the cover. Let's see. Yeah, it's, it's, it's supposed to be Hustler Music. I'm a hustler, baby. Yeah, it's it's office music uh, by Lil Wayne. It's it's a little mashup of the uh, <laughs> the office theme song. How do they do this? How it's do they find these things? Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Do 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 do. 
And that's going to do it for this episode of Post Post Game Show. This has been at Beep Counts on Twitter. Join tonight by Pow out in Southern California. We will talk to you next time. My vocal cords. Thanks for listening to this episode of Lauer After Hours. You can always reach us on Twitter at Lauer After Hours or Instagram at Lauer After Hours. We're available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars.